Welcome back, everybody. I think we are all in the same good spot. Yes. Okay. So we ended with you all deciding to go across the hallway and investigate the next room that was also locked after first investigations. So what's the plan to to go into this one? We'll we'll have our our friend Corsair unlock it again, please. I will please? Uh, certainly try. Uh, uh, I mean, or I could get four strange and no successes. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no. Good. We have, so we're up to seven on the doom clock, which is not high enough, in, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you're, uh, you're tinkering away at this, at this lock and eventually hear a lock unlock from the other side. And the door swings inward a bit. And you can see a little bit of lamplight coming in from uh, from inside of the room, illuminating just the shadow of of this elderly looking man. Hello. Good evening. And how are you doing this evening? Sleepy. Are you alone in your room? Well, yes, of course. This is a very small room. No one else could. What? Who are you? Sorry. Do you feel confident in the security provided by the crew of this ship? He looks back into his room again, and then, like, at you four, and says, Not anymore. Ah. Excellent. Would you be willing to testify to that in front of the captain? Ca- the captain of the ship? Yes. Captain Gary? Yes, Captain Gary. I don't, I don't want to say anything bad about the ship in front of Captain Gary. No? Is there something about Captain Gary that I should know? Should I be aware of something about him? Who are you? I'm here on behalf of His Majesty, examining the safety of the ships that are sent from England. And I'm supposed to bad mouth Captain Gary? No, no. You're simply supposed to attest to whether or not you felt safe on this trip. I did, I did, until somebody started trying to pick my lock. Mm. All right. Understandable. And what of the young woman across the hall from you? Any concerns for her? Um, woman across the hall? Yes. I believe that room is empty. And you've heard nothing from it all night? All day? I've heard... Well, no. No, it's silly. No, I've heard nothing. Nothing is silly. This is important work for His Majesty. It is very important that we know. I've heard... uh, Wailing? Wailing? You know, wailing... Not like from whales, but... No, no. As of of someone who is suffering heartache? Or someone who is being torn limb from limb? What what form of whaling? I think he's saying that, that this is a whaling ship, and then, and then they, they hunt whales for their blubber. Is that no. correct, sir? No, that's completely incorrect. No, I mean... Like the wailing of 
It seems silly, but I'm one to believe in the folk tales. Um, you've surely heard of old Darby Nosebile Drib Tribly. I don't recall that one. Old Darby Nosebile Tribly. That was cl- close, close. Um, it's it's an old tale that I think not many believe, but uh, I didn't believe until I I heard the wailing across the hall and I went to check and it was a locked door with nobody nobody in that room. Tell me more of this this folk tale. Is it a creature of some Cap- sort? Captain Trigley. Captain Trigley. Captain Trigley, yes. His, his crew is rumored to have mutinied against him and left him to die on a volcanic island not far from here to where we are at this day and as he lay there bleeding out of the back of his body in the black sand of the island he cursed them with his dying breaths and they say that his ghost still haunts these very oceans and around the island trying to feed the island fresh corpses every blood moon and of course it's a blood moon now but of course it is nobody else seems to buy much into it and I didn't either until I heard the wailing tonight huh so so you would say you, you don't feel so very safe on this ship then I don't feel very safe anymore after the lock picking number one and number two ranked under the lock picking would be the whaling right next to the 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 island where Captain Trigby was killed and where would you where would you rank Captain Trigby's ghost if, if that thing was real would, would that make you more uncomfortable than a lock picking event or no that would be number two after the lock picking because lock picking was very real so you don't believe in the ghost I I do but slightly less than lock picking sense well thank you for your information and your cooperation and uh, I will be sure to include your concerns in my report to his majesty thank you sure thing and uh, the door squeaks shut and then you hear it again lock alright well Corsair maybe you were right maybe we've got a ghost I don't know how to kill a ghost I, um, Corsair, uh, goes back down to the hold and, um, hopefully no one's down there. I'm going to see if there's a crowbar maybe, and, uh, maybe root around for some salt. (laughs) We can give you a smarts check to try to, uh, okay, so this is toss up. So... I don't think smart check. I think you would be able to find a not a not like a what we would imagine like a modern day crowbar, but like a, a stick of metal with a hook on the end that it's 1660s crowbar, uh, but a lot more rudimentary and crude. But um, instead of doing a smart check, you could give me a grid check to start popping over um, not barrels, but crates. Try to find one that has some kind of like. Salt in it. 
I have uh, one success. We'll say that you're able to open um, one crate. Roll me a luck check. Two successes. Okay, yeah, you uh, you you pop open just like you pop open one, and you're kind of going down the line like you're trying to like pop them open quickly before you even like look to see what was in that chest that you did. You pop open one, you go to the next one, and you go to pop over the next, and it's just like you you're kind of spent from because uh, it, it's it's pretty hard work opening up these crates. So you bail on the second crate and you go back to the first one and you look inside and it's got these different compartments, like a little wooden divider that's going down the middle of this. And in one of the sections, you can tell unmistakably is salt. Well, ruining someone's fortune here. <laughs> As I, uh, I mean, it's probably like, like, you know, larger, like kind of rock salt and just, uh, I um I pack it down the barrel of my flintlock. Okay. So we've got some salt. We've got enough salt for anybody that wants some salt. Yeah, I will I will bring back uh I'll bring back uh salt as much salt as I can. Um, you know, not really explaining anything, it's like, you know, I come back with salt. Well, I have been watching, you know, reruns of Supernatural, so I I understand why you've got it. And uh Yeah, I think I'll uh see if you can load up my weapon with salt too. What's uh what what's in the other three compartments? Um in the other three, so I said one of salt. Uh there's at, and you said three compartments. It's actually split into it's like nine. It's like three, three, and three, like three rows of three. There's oh, three okay. of salt, though. And then there's some of this very kind of gross-looking meat. It's it's It seems to be very leathered meat. And then another one is another powdery substance, but um, it doesn't kind of have that glisten that salt does. You're not exactly sure what that substance is. I'm going to stick my finger in and then lick it. It oh. it that one is yeah. gunpowder. <laughs> gunpowder. <laughs> All right, that's good to know. Uh, we're not gonna blow up the ship, though, right? We shouldn't blow up the ship. I mean, I don't think that's gonna affect the ghost. Yeah, they make more. <laughs> make more ghosts. <laughs> we could have a ghost <laughs> army. Maybe we should blow up the ship. Wait, is that how they work? Let's let's not. That's I don't think that's quite how it works. Oh yeah, especially if um, we blow them up, they might be mad at us. And honestly, it might not actually be a ghost. It might just be one of these weird things that we're chasing that they're blaming on a ghost. I mean, it's usually somebody in a mask. You've watched Scooby Doo. <laughs> yes. What if it's just something else that can walk? through walls and it's just not a ghost like why do we think it has to be this captain thing it doesn't have to be it it absolutely doesn't i don't have to believe in the captain to believe in the ghost like he said this trigby died on an island and this is not an island we're we're in the middle of the water it's just the rambling of some old man sleeping i mean is it even nighttime isn't it like the middle of the afternoon it is nighttime by the way it's like a blood moon night I don't know. I think the next thing to do is is gather more evidence. We don't really have any evidence towards anything at this point. Just anecdotal stories. 
<sighs> How do we need to go visit the captain? I, I feel like that's maybe a bad plan if this guy was scared of him. Captain Gary. I mean, he can't be that bad if his name's Gary. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. I got nothing, guys. What What do we want to do? Watch this asshole be like six, like, you know, like six, six. Four hundred pounds. And super nice? Oh, no. No, not at all. <laughs> no, not with our luck. Well, you've well, got, you got a flintlock pistol, and Gwen's got a flintlock pistol, so if he gets mean, we can just shoot him. Let's go find the captain. You hear just in the back of your mind, Benjamin's voice, do not, do not kill anybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Corsair, is, uh, Corsair uh, believes that's a choice, and I should not kill him. <laughs> Okay, yeah, if you all want, uh, it would be very easy to find the captain because captain is actually at that big ship wheel. The big, the big wood wheel. The wood wheel, wood wheel, ship wheel. He's got a captain hat, which is distinguishable from all other hats. By the giant feathers. By the giant feathers, of course. And he usually probably has like some kind of animal on his shoulder, like a parrot or a monkey. A dog. A dog on his shoulder? A dog on his shoulder. No, it's a dog. And a big hat with feathers. Like a chihuahua sort of size dog? No, it is a... um, Like a golden retriever? Like an English Mastiff, maybe? It's a a German Shepherd. (laughs) Just sitting on his shoulder. This dude must be 6'6 and pretty bulky. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well... Uh, all right, let's uh, get our confidence on, guys. Who's approaching Gary? I will uh, lead the way. I'm going to puff up my chest and walk behind Gwen as like a bodyguard. <laughs> okay. I got you, Gwen. You guys coming? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all right. Let's go. Let's, uh... Where's Theodore at? I'm ready. If if, if it turns sour, I'll, I'll stab a motherfucker. <laughs> And he, like, presses the thing, and you see the little wrist blade. You are going to cut yourself. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. It's kind of, I I'm afraid I can't get this thing off. I mean, this thing's really on there. As you approach Gary, um, he, seems, he seems very focused on actually navigating the ship. And he actually, it takes him a moment to even realize you've walked up the flight of stairs to the the deck area of where the uh, the wheel is. Good evening, Captain. He kind of starts a little bit at you, and he's not six six. Uh, he is about maybe like five ten, five eleven. Uh, it's kind of a youngish German Shepherd on his shoulder. Yeah, it's uh, a his big hat. <laughs> it's, it's a big cat with big feathers on it. He says. What can I do you for? Who are you? And then after that, like he looks at you, Gwen, and he looks at you other three, and he starts to look uh, very confused. And um, he's, you can tell, like this flood of thoughts are like passing by his 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 head as he's looking at you four, and then he like looks over, and um, just for a moment, you can look out at what he's looking at, and you can see these really dark black and red uh, clouds that are dotting the sky as like this like blood moons raised and these clouds up ahead look like 
very obvious storm clouds. He looks very kind of split focus on you four and on the clouds ahead. Weather looks terrible tonight. This is unusual, is it not? Oh, for this time of year, it's always like this. But again, um, who are you for? Oh, yes. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Lady Vandermeer. I am here on behalf of His Majesty conducting, um, we'll call it a spot check of the security of your ship. And I am sorry to say that you have failed miserably. Lady Vandermeer is not on the ship's manifest. No, indeed I am not. My crew and myself were stowed away on your ship, and somehow, in all of your pre-checks, you failed to notice us before you cast off. Ah, on the pile of hay, no doubt. There was a lot of hay. An awful lot of hay. Uh, Gwen, roll me a hearts check. The, like, the, like, persuasion check. Because I'm lying, right? Yes. I get extra talent dice for this one. That would be uh, four successes in one strange. Wow. That is a lot of successes. It is. He seems to... He personally remembers escorting us onto the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he vaguely remembers. He's like, Ah, yes. How did I? How did you slip past me while boarding the ship? Uh, no, no, no matter, no matter. He's he's uh, turning the wheel hard to the left. He's flipping it over to the side, banking it to the left, and then like kind of correcting it back more a little bit to the right. Um, he said, "What can I? What can I ask? What can I answer for you? I'm a little busy at the moment." What is going on? You tell. Uh, it seems like we're about to s- sail straight forward into a mighty massive storm, if, if, if I'm any guess of character. Hmm. That could be problematic. Uh, I do require a look at your ship's manifest and your passenger list. Uh, we have uh, some concerns about one of your cabins and the uh, state that it was in when we walked past it. So now... Obviously, he was going to be pretty resistant at showing just a ship's manifest to somebody. You did just get four successes. I lied real good. You lied real good. He'll he'll take his foot and he'll kick open a like a foot locker right at the base of the wheel. Yes, yes, it's in there. Just just don't bother me anymore. I'm a little busy at the moment. And inside, right. you see a, a you see a scroll that you can uh, unravel and see a pretty long list of not only names but also like um, uh, items that are on board, shipment items. Okay, um, I want to look and see if uh, is it Alaria Beans was on the list. Looking over the list, you do not see Alaria Beans. You do see one. Uh, it's it's a lined sheet of paper, um, and you do see that there is an empty line in the middle of the list of names. <sighs> Excellent. Um, Theodore, would you mind taking a look at this and confirming my suspicions? Hmm, I, I suppose I can take a look. And uh, I'd point at the spot. And put them on and 
He starts examining it. Do you want me to roll, or is it just something I can? Just yeah, let's do a smart check. It's going to be a low check for this for you to kind of look over the name, the list of names, and see if you can. Um... And it's smart, so I got one success, but I can reroll fails. So if you wanted higher, yeah, I mean, go ahead I can re-roll and reroll one we'll fail. See yeah, we can go and reroll and just see. Oh, reroll was one success, one strange. That's okay. Uh, yeah, you, you you look over this list of names and it's a bunch of names you don't really recognize, and then one really catches your eye, almost tw- like towards the bottom. It says Isaac Newton. So, uh, what you what you see there? You know, you real quiet. Um, I I I, I think it says Isaac Newton. Like, All right. Well, like we the should... Isaac Newton. Uh, <gasps> we yeah. have to save Isaac. He invented the fig Newtons, right? Uh, sure. It's my yeah. favorite thing in the cafeteria. I think he invented what happens when you drop them. Something like that. Well, I I think he noticed it. Pretty sure he's nobody important, and we should just um get back to our inspection of the ship. Yes, of course. Yeah. You're, come you're to think absolutely of it, uh, right. Nobody here important. Yep. I bet a lot of people noticed that before him. We don't remember their names. Yeah. Um, let's continue exploring. Uh, I'm just going to take this manifest with me. I will return it before we depart, or I will leave it somewhere that you can find it easily. Good evening, Captain. As we're walking, that's kind of thing. Like, I guess I, you know, I just sometimes I think about you know about uh, the problem, the divide between legendary and and actual history, and how far do we are we going to be? Someone has to be removed before they become nothing but myth. I mean, that is real deep. Um, but our job is just to keep extra people from dying. Well, sure. I mean, the whole thing with the apple, I'm sure people notice that, but that's part of his legendary, right? You know, it's like, it's, right, you know, right. if we were an old tradition, you know, we'd have a plenty of stories about Isaac Newton and him, you know, probably being some sort of gift figure. Um, anyway, it's fine. Just thinking, of, just thinking about the classical mythology. That's cool. Anyway. But because he is a recognizable name, it's probably likely that uh, he's the one that is uh, going to be targeted, and we probably ought to try and keep him safe. Yeah, I mean this is pre uh this is pre Mercury at Newton probably, so you know, maybe he won't uh maybe he won't stab us in the face. Wait, what? We can hope. D- did he have a tendency to stab people in the face? I didn't read that in the books. Yeah, I mean maybe. maybe he did. maybe uh maybe you can't find that. Maybe you should uh be doing that to the Tic Tacs. <laughs> TikToks. And I can read and do TikToks, it's fine. But I, I, I seriously don't remember anything about him stabbing people in the face. Absolutely stabbed uh, one of his, one of his, uh, his contemporaries. You know, that, but that really? was like after the Mercury and all the, all the, all the wizard stuff. It's fine, probably. Well, I mean, we don't even have to actually interact with him. We can just like go protect him. Use him as bait. Yeah. I mean, the thing's going to come after him anyway, so we might as well just, like, be nearby so that we can get whatever it is. And I'm going to lean into Corsair. If he was really that bad, we could just, like, let him die and fail, and then, like, 
No, no. Oops. Theodore would never forgive us. I'm sure there's some hero worship there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I drop stuff all the time. <laughs> this is probably a pretty big thing for Theodore, considering dominoes use gravity. Look, he's probably alive. I mean, we already found lima beans laying down there, okay. doing all over whatever. Is uh, is his room in the manifest, Gwen? That's what I want to look for. Is there like a room number? Anything that indicates where he might be? Um, so there are no room numbers here. This is pretty much just kind of a uh, dossier of who's all on board and what's all on board. But as you all start to turn and walk away from Captain Gary, uh, you hear him curse loudly as the first pitter-patter of rain starts to fall on the ship. It starts to jerk pretty wildly. The entire deck of the ship is now starting to rock from the waves of the ocean. It is probably... It's probably been like an hour or two now since you all got here and you already got here at night. So it's getting into like the wee hours of the morning. It's the just the only light illuminating the deck now that the rain started pouring. It's kind of washed away all of the deck lamps. It's now just this red blood moon above and this rain that is getting heavier and heavier. There's maybe only a handful of sailors on the top deck at the moment uh, plus the captain running to and from trying to switch up the ra- uh, the rigging as much as they can to try to sturdy this book uh, this this ship but it seems like it's getting it it's it's taking on water pretty quickly well let's uh let's get below decks I guess. Should we just, like, start knocking on doors and looking for Isaac? Yeah, we should, I think. I mean, yeah, we just we just walk downstairs and start yelling at Isaac. We can just start dropping things and see if he starts <laughs> screaming or something. <laughs> if we could, but I think calling his name would probably work a little bit better. And honestly, if he doesn't come out, someone will come out to shut us up and tell us where he is. Yes. All right. I mean, if that's what you think's best. Yep. <laughs> Isaac. Shouldn't we get down down deck below deck first before I you figured start screaming? If I, you know, you know, if I started screaming before we got down there, then it would it wouldn't look so suspicious. I don't you know. You scared those seagulls though. They weren't doing anything to you. They were just hanging out. Now they're flying away. All scared. Sorry, seagulls. That's all. Isaac. So are you are. Are you all going down the uh, third and final uh, door on the side that you all came up? Or are you all going down one of the fresh hallways on the opposite side? Let's do the third one just to get it over with and check. Okay. Since we're already there. Uh, Yeah, you all open up this third door and start to walk down the the staircase that goes down into complete pitch blackness. There is no oil lamps on the walls here. And as you all walk down about halfway down the stairs, you hear back behind you on the deck of the ship this echoing voice, this bellowing voice. (laughs) 
and uh, whoever's in the back of the, the of the, of the queue can uh, kind of look back and still see this storm drenched uh, deck of the ship. And in the in the center, who is in the back of the the line? I don't know what your guys' marching order would have been going down the staircase. I'm fairly certain I was going first because I was shouting yeah, as I was I going. I feel like Pappy would have been first. I, I probably would have followed him because that's so what we Corsair did last or Theodore is in the back. Yeah, I feel like maybe Theodore is in the back because he's just kind of like feels a little bit uncomfortable with him just shouting and stuff, and he's like looking around, like almost wanting to apologize to people, but there's no one there. So Theodore, you bringing up the rear, you're able to look back, and now, I mean, the storm has in like a thirty second span this ship has hit the heart of the storm where it is just battering down this ship. And like I said, there's only maybe like six sailors running around trying to fix the rigging and then the captain is trying to steer the ship. Um, But as you hear that bellowing laughter, you look back and you can see in the dead center of the ship this figure that is, it's got a pirate hook for a hand, it's the entire figure is giving off this like sickly faint green glow. He's got this big long curly beard, big tricorn hat with a faded skull and crossbones across it, and he's holding up this gnarly looking curved sword. It is rusted, wearing all black jacket that's kind of flown to the ground, trailing across and touching the the weathered wood of the ship while his feet are like hovering a few inches above the ground. The Dread Pirate Gerundu? <laughs> this must be the Dread Pir- Pirate Darby No Smile Trigby. Um, is he like on the top deck or is this below deck? Top deck in the middle of it. And as he appears, you see everybody around the ship that's been like running around like trying to save the ship from taking on water or like capsizing. They are now kind of stunned and not really working to steady the ship any. And um, it looks like they're any moment away from just completely bailing either overseas, um, over, over, over deck or under deck and just getting out of this situation. Um, guys, I, I, I think that, that that's the ghost p- pirate. I'm pointing back up on the deck. Yeah, let's uh, turn around and take a look at that shit. Yep, I turn and around. Say, cover your ears. What we will do is we will drop right into the initiative, which, as we all know by now, uh, initiative in Shiver works by three different phases. There is fast, normal, and slow. Uh, you all will just be on normal, and this thing, of course, will be on fast. Uh, which is fun. So it's going to get to take its turn first. It is just going to... We'll say. We'll actually say that laughter, that bellowing laughter it had, is kind of... It's partial laughter, partial wail, and it just is echoing across the entire ship. So we're going to have everybody just make a um, fear check of CR1 please which is just your f- uh, strange roll so whatever your strange roll is you have to get a CR1 this cannot take up the doom clock luckily 
I don't think. Maybe it can. Maybe if you fear fail a field check, maybe you're supposed to take out the doom clock. Let me check that. Oh, thanks a lot. I have one success and one strange. Ooh, I can re-roll a, a heart symbol, so let me Also, when a player fails a fear check, the doom clock ticks up by one minute. So if anybody does not get at least one on their check, it will tick up the doom clock one minute. So do we retain luck from the last game? I think not. I think not. I think you probably used your luck in between, just kind of in between the sessions. Playing dominoes and stuff. Playing dominoes and shit. Okay. I got zero successes and zero strange. So uh, we will add one minute to the doom clock for Theodore for failing the check. Uh, Corso, you said you got two? Uh, no, I was, uh, I have one success. One success? Okay, that's good. We only need one. What did Pappy get? One success and one strange. Okay, what did Gwen get? One because I got to re-roll my heart. Okay, so it's just Theodore that failed. So Theodore, you will be feared, which means um, that you will need to remove... Let me double check. I believe you get to pick one core stat to... Um, we're still learning, everybody. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, well, if he's afraid, it's uh, one, you lose one core skill point from every core skill to a minimum from of one. From every core? Okay, I thought maybe he got to pick one. Nope, uh, and if Ooh. you're terrified, it's it's two to a minimum of one until the terrify is broken. Okay, so you will remove one die from each roll. Uh, but that's but the uh, dice roller does that for you. Awesome, awesome. So that was this thing's turn, because this thing is considered fast. Uh, so now it is up to you four, and you guys, it's free-flowing initiative. Whoever wants to go first. Of course, Theodore's kind of at the top of the staircase, so we might need to, like, kind of work down the order of the stairs. Well, I can't shoot now if Theodore's afraid in my, in my shot. Like, oh, oh. I feel like Theodore's scared, and he's just gonna. For the first time, he actually brought a ranged weapon, so he pulls a assault lock pistol and tries to shoot at the ghost. Okay, uh, I believe that will be. I think a, a pistol will be a um, uh, wits. Zero success, zero strange. Um, so zero success, zero strange. I use. So you just. Uh, you're kind of scared of this thing. Are, are you gonna move any? Because in your action, you get to move, interact and attack. Yeah, I feel like I'd move up the stairs enough to be on the deck a little bit and then have room for them to come after me, but then I'll try to fire at them. I also rolled a luck symbol. Is that, like, I bank that or do I not get that? You can bank that. Yeah, you can bank that as long as you don't have... I can't use it right now for something. Use it for your next roll. Yeah, next roll. Um, Okay, so uh, Theodore tries to take a shot, but with him being so afraid of the saying, it just goes wide and he uh, moves up the staircase enough for whoever's next up to uh, to walk up behind him. I think Corsair is behind him. Sure, I will uh, take a shot. I have two successes. Okay, that is just going to hit this thing. Uh, How much damage is that? It does three. I don't know if it's actually a ghost or if the salt actually did anything. So, three, three, uh, three damage. So, three damage, plus there was some salt on it. Okay. Um, you hit it with the blue attack, right? 
Okay. Uh, well, that's lucky. So uh, it, this its reaction is going to be that it it was looking opposite the staircase, the the three staircases away from you all. It was looking that direction, but as soon as you pop it, it kind of turns quickly. And you can now see that its face is really, really just fucked up looking. It's uh, The mouth is way, way too big uh, in proportions for what it should be. And its eyes are just non-existent. Where the eyes should be, it's just solid, that, that green glowing light. Uh, but as it does and as it turns and looks at you, luckily nobody's kind of like near up against it. Um, so we are clear there and then um, yeah either Pappy or Gwen whoever wants to take their next turn um, I'm further up the stairs so I'll go ahead and run up on deck as well and uh, I'm, I'm not feeling this flintlock pistol I'm not feeling lucky with it so I'm going to hold up my holy relic and it's going to have that burst of, of light trying to come out again and that is uh, one success, one strange. Oh, so that is going to be a fail, actually. Uh, so you ho- hold it up, and it gives off that that kind of magical, almost uh, glare. But as it does, this thing turns and starts to seemingly focus in on you um, after after that that failed attack. On a roll that would be a failure, do you still get the strain on the Doom Clock? That is a good question. You know what? For attacks, I don't know if you take up the two clock for failed attacks or not. I feel like you would. I mean, I feel like you would. Yeah. Okay. Because you because you, you failed. It's a fail. Yeah, I did the I did the right. Did I say to, I think? Did that? you just? I'm I I I've got my mouse cursor on the doom clock time, and I've got it set at nine. Does that sound right? That, yeah, that sounds like it would have Okay, it okay, I think I did tick it up. Yeah. Okay. So that was my attack. Yeah, if you got any interacts, which I feel like we maybe don't do enough, but I mean... Can I... I can interact with one of, one of my party members, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to turn to Theo and, and lay a hand on his shoulder and say, You got this. You got mm. this. Gotcha. And, You're gonna try uh, to cure his. I'm gonna try and cure his his fear. Yeah, and you. I believe you got like a special thing for that, right? You get to roll I like do. hearts. Yes, I get to roll a CR one heart check to lower an ally's fear status by one, Ooh. and that was one success. There you go. You got it, uh, Theodore. So you're not afraid anymore. Yeah, you are braced by Gwen's words, and you like realize like, okay, we got this. We've we we killed a fucking werewolf. We killed a b- fucking Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers. We're good. We got this. The touch of a female? I'm suddenly <laughs> emboldened. God damn it, Theodore. Oh. All right, Pappy. What you got? Um, Pappy's going to climb up the stairs, and I would like to use my action to look specifically above this creature. Okay. And see what kind of mast system is above him, and try to follow the rope system down. Okay, so he is kind of he's smack dab in the middle of the ship. Still, he hasn't really moved. He has changed his focus onto Gwen, but it has not moved from the center, hovering just above that the, the floor. 
So right, he's directly below a sail, uh, which means there are. It's kind of if you're not a sailor, it's probably pretty hard to pick out exactly the webbing of the 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 ropes and the cords that are going from here and there to the different portions of the ship. But um, what what is what's the goal here? Because you may be able to determine it. My goal is to find some sort of because this is a ship. There has to be some sort of rigging where there's a beam or a sail that I can use to kind of knock into this thing if it's a physical object. Gotcha. I am trying to confirm whether this is a physical being or is ethereal and nothing on the physical plane will affect it. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah, you... Uh, Romeo, um, I think that would be... Um, it's always a toss-up for me between wit and smart. And I'll let you, Pappy argue for either um I'm gonna say that this would be a very witty thing to do as Pappy is not that smart and <laughs> I w- I'm okay yeah. yeah that's kind of like the <laughs> perception check um so I think you can kind of just like start to look around and try to figure out which which ropes lead to where um so roll me a a, a, a wits check please oh that's one success and two strange. Uh, you can you can tell that there is a beam that is held pretty pretty taut up against the side of the rope. I mean, side of the ship. That uh, if cut, it's so it's so tight and taut that if it was cut, it would probably swing the entire mast across the entire um, deck. Um, it's it. It wouldn't hit where the ship wheel is, but um, it would get close and it would swipe across the entire deck. Unfortunately for me, nobody's up on this thing yet, so I don't think I don't think anybody else is at risk. That's going to be my interact then, is to try and cut the rope that and cause that. Okay, to happen. yeah, you you go up to this rope and you cut it. And the beam swoops across the entire deck, and you actually see it go right through this uh, this ghostly figure, this this captain. What the fuck is his name? Is Captain Trigby? And um, <laughs> it's like it cuts him in half for a moment, and then once it passes through, his body kind of reforms. You can't tell if it did any damage or not. It went through him, but it's hard to tell like if it did any damage. Hmm. Um, at that point, I'm just going to kind of uh, cower behind Gwen and Theo and Corsair and wait to be told what to do. <laughs> it's a ghost, guys. It, it's a ghost. Awesome. Uh, we will go back up to it. It is going to glide up towards Theodore. And it is going to, let me see, uh, it is going to actually hit Theodore. What it's going to do is it's going to reach out a hand kind of slowly and just grab onto Theodore's shoulder and just sit there and make constant eye contact 
Um, he's going to uh, lay his hand on on Theodore, and Theodore, as soon as it touches your shoulder, you feel this chill that covers your entire body. Like it goes shoulder down to your fingertips on both hands, down to your toes, down to your top of your head. Uh, it is it's it's going to do four points of what we could equate to like cold damage as that it's, it's pretty much like locking your body up and freezing it and you just feel like your entire body start to uh, freeze it may be the rain it may be this thing's touch but um, that's yeah that's four points of damage alright so that puts me all the way just before limping and we're back to you for now I think his immediate response is to be like ah hidden blade and try to stab him. <laughs> okay fuck yeah <laughs> He yells hidden blade. <laughs> of, course of course, the best hidden blade is when you shout hidden blade. Well, was, he's was going to figure it out pretty quick. Um, am I? And I'm no longer feared, or I am. You are not. Uh, Gwen has okay. fixed that. Okay. What kind of attack should I make? Uh, what do I roll again? Uh, I believe for a hidden blade would be a wit check. A wit. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like your like daggers if we're talking D and D stuff. One success, one strange. So I'm just like hidden blade, and I just like punch him, but the blade shoots out. Uh, yeah, you shout hidden blade, and um, <laughs> it, it misses. It. It's probably because your body's so kind of in shock from this like frostbite. And you, as you as you uh, jam up at it, it it does not it does not seem to connect with this this being at all. I'm gonna jump backward. Ah! Okay, there are no attacks of opportunity or anything in this, uh, so you're able to yeah move away from this thing. Did it go like through it? Just through it, or did I miss? You missed it. Okay. So again, it's fluid uh, initiative. So whoever of the next three of you want to take your turn first, <laughs> let's all jump for it. I guess I'll. Uh, <laughs> I guess I will uh, pull out the other, the other flint lock and you know give us some more. We've been doing pretty whack rolls tonight. Mm-hmm. See, uh, see how this goes. We're at ten on the doom clocks. So we're Zero five. Successes, four strange. How many successes? Zero. Four, four strange. strange. Yeah. Just someone Cthulhu. Guys, we're at fourteen. One more strange on the doom clock, and we will hit a doom event, which I'm very excited for. Uh, so Corsair again. Yeah, you fire the shot, and I mean it gets pretty close to the Theodore. This shot does. Um, as it just goes right past his head. Uh, you got any interacts or movements you want to do? I will interact with uh, the other flintlock and load it because, you know. Good point. Uh, anybody who has the flintlock pistols who have fired them before, I've pulled it up, and they do need a reload ability, like an interact, before they can be fired again. So now, of course, I've got another one loaded for the next time. Uh, Gwen or Pappy, who would like to go next? I mean, I'm, 
I'm gonna try with the the holy relic again because uh, I don't trust my ability to shoot a gun. I haven't been working all that hard at it. <laughs> Wait, so you misled me with the DB Cooper thing? <laughs> I what? I did not mislead you at all. Um, I want to go ahead and use a luck because I want to roll well. off. Is that two successes? You're able to hit it. You're enough? able to hit it. <gasps> which means that it that which does, means uh, it will get a reaction. Of course it will. Well that that does uh, three soul damage and it is holy damage. Okay, what's that look like when you uh, hold this thing up? I'm I'm just gonna hold it up in front of me and there's this arc of bright light that goes straight into it. And as soon as you do that, and as soon as this beam goes right into it, um, for its reaction, you see portions of the beam kind of shoot and ricochet back towards you, Gwen. And you're going to take one soul damage, which just pretty much means just one damage that pierces armor. Um, and you must make a strange check or become afraid. Uh, one success. You're good. Yeah, you're not afraid, but you'd still take that one point of damage as some of those beams kind of come back at you. Okay. Um, for my interact, I'm going to uh, hold my loaded flintlock pistol out to uh, Corsair and say, Here, uh, you might have better luck with this than me. <laughs> so Corsair's got another one. <laughs> and, uh, one less to reload. Pappy. Unless Pappy wants it. Oh, no, 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 not me. And I pull out my Louisville. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I'm also, I'm going to look around and see, is there any other, like, uh, loose boards or, like, wood anywhere around? Um, roll me a wits check. A wits check. A wits check. One success, one strange. I mean, you can you can tell kind of like the entire decking of the ship. It's not in the best condition. There's a couple boards that are kind of like bent up and hanging out by maybe like a nail or two. But that's okay. the best you can uh, determine. I would like to use my interact to try to grab one of those loose boards so that I have my Louisville and then another piece of wood in my hand. Okay, uh... That will be a uh, grit check. Grit Try shape. to rip one out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, three successes. Okay, you, you pull this loose board out, and you can look down, and you see a uh, uh, underneath. You see some uh, s- the lamps out in the room, but from the the blood moon illuminating the uh, the sky, and it's going down to this room. You can see it illuminates the room. You can see some. Um, uh, two kids that are sleeping in a in a cot. It's okay, kids. We got this. You should go back to sleep. And I'm gonna put the two together and form a cross. And then I'm gonna start approaching the ghost. And you hurt my friends. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels. Is this what I do, Gwen? The power of Christ compels you. I'm gonna try to exercise the ghost. Ooh, okay. Go. I mean, bro, right. uh, roll a um, roll a hearts check for that. A hearts check. 
Oh, one success, two strange. That's going to be two strange right there. That's going to take us up to 16 minutes on the doom clock. Uh, so as you're, Actually, as you're walking up chanting this... I would like to use my feature, clock it back. Because oh. I have not done this yet, Adam, so don't yell at me. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so I'm going to expend one of my luck points to clock it... Oh, I have to do two points, right, to clock it back. So I have two luck banks that I have clocked, or two luck points that I have banked. I'm going to use those two to clock the clock back two minutes. Two minutes. Okay, so we'll go back to 14. So we're still one minute away. Oh, man. I was about to pull out a uh, Doom event. Okay, all right. Um, I believe everyone has went in this turn, right? Yeah. So I believe it is now back up to uh, good old uh, Captain. Okay. He is going to throw his arms just kind of out to the side in like a T motion. He's disposing the ghost. Yeah, he's going to he's going to power pose. <laughs> and as he power poses, we're going to go with Corsair and Gwen. Uh cuz you two are on the right side of the of the overlay, so I apologize. Two large hooks of rigging are going to become dislodged from their rigging and both swing towards you too. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna have to roll for, for this. Mm, no, be, don't uh, like that. <laughs> nope. Nope, 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 nope. Uh Corsair, it was a one success. Well, we're I think one, would right? hit Yeah, I think would hit you. And then Gwen was two successes. Um so you both uh, as, as as this thing power poses, um you are both going to get hit with three points of blunt damage as these hooks fly and uh, slam into you. Oh! Oh! Ow. And then we are back to you four. Oh. Ow. Oh, you're an asshole. Oh. Well, screw it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and use my amulet again. I'm mad at him. Shit. Do we get a strange, please? <sighs> Zero success, too strange. Hell yes. And too luck. That's perfect. Um, it's okay. You can't fight the inevitable. <laughs> yeah, we obviously we were gonna hit that last one. You see, maybe Theodore. Some of you others may also recognize him but um you see a young faced looking presumably isaac uh pop out from his uh corridors and out from the doorway that is one of the doorways that you all didn't check yet it's uh one of the ones that are up against the railings and as soon as the door kind of swings open and he peeks his head out and he sees this uh ghostly figure he's kind of staring at an awe uh, as if he's like trying to like study it, and then the storm starts to whip up and hit the ship even harder. And as the decking rocks, uh, you see him fall overboard. Ah, oh, crap! And we'll go back to you for now. Pappy's gonna jump in. I'm jumping overboard. We'll do that for your movement. 
Um, and I will give you for your interact a chance to try to like grab him up. Maybe we could maybe do a luck roll. I think would be good for that. Because I don't, I don't think you're gonna like be skilled enough to grab him. But maybe you'll be lucky enough to grab him. So okay. So I did a luck roll. I have two successes, two strange, and then the, I can't remember what the white dice is with the pentagram on it. Um, those are successes too from your talent die. I. I assume that that is counting. Yeah, yeah. the machine, uh, the, yeah, the barrel counts. Okay, so two successes and two strange. Then yes, you're a, so you you see Isaac Newton go over the edge, and without a hesitation, you just fucking bolt and jump over the edge, and somehow in this vast ocean in this in the middle of the storm, uh, you're able to come up to the surface of the water and grab hold of him very quickly. I got you, kid. I'm not going to let you die like mine. You both are kind of uh, treading... Wait, what was that? What? <laughs> that was a little bit of a lore drop. Okay. I I always kind of oh. question... <laughs> Happy's... Okay, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have an interlude episode eventually on this show where we can kind of <laughs> touch base on a lot of different background stuff. Uh, here coming up soon, but uh, yeah, Pappy, you're able to scoop him up in your arms. Uh, what are your other three doing? Well, uh, <clears throat> uh, see here. Clearly, I mean, I couldn't have heard Pappy, uh, you know, over the storm. So we'll leave that for another day. But uh, uh, I got two hands, and uh, they're full of thunder. So I'm gonna give one to. I'm gonna give one to this uh, this pirate. Ah. Say pirate. All right, four successes. Ooh. Okay, what are we looking at there? Well, it's uh, it's still a flintlock, so it's um, three damage. Um, unless it like doubles or does something weird on a crit. If it's a crit, um, it is not. It's not a crit. You have to do. You got to do double for a crit, so you would need at least. Four spoiler alert. Well, I mean, I did four, but right? Did oh, you four. did. Oh, you did get four successes. So that is a crit. Uh, so for wit, you get to uh, if you crit on a wit, nice rhyme. Um, you get to make an additional attack. So we'll say that you grab the pistol, the flintlock from Gwen, and fire off another shot. All right. Uh, two successes. That's going to hit two, so you will get to do two attacks on this thing. Kind of fire at it, drop one flintlock, grab Gwyn's, fire at it again, and both shots will hit this thing. And um, as they do, like, I mean, it's a ghostly looking form. It is kind of, as the storm's picking up, this thing is starting to look... It's kind of phasing more and more in and out. It's starting to lose some of its mass as uh, the storm and everything's picking up. And you're firing these two shots off at it and they go right through it. But you can tell that like as they burst through its body, um, it seems to have some trouble kind of reforming that body. It's definitely doing some damage to it. Um, and that was uh, six points of damage total, I believe. 
Yeah, six points uh, to uh, damage total, yeah. And then uh, Pappy's in the water with uh, yeah. so Isaac. I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my movement and interact uh, to dash the railing with this rigging that I uh, got slapped with and try to throw it. <laughs> okay, so like try to like yank it down and like pull it like towards like Pappy to like try to get Pappy yeah. back out. Okay, okay, uh, Theodore. Can I use the interact to reload and fire in the same turn, or is that kind of like your one action? Type no, deal? yeah, you can do them out of order, so you can say that you use your interact first, reload it, and then fire shot. All right, so I'll reload. I'll walk backwards a little bit, and then I'll try to shoot him, especially when I see that it's kind of affecting them. Zero success. Oh, but I do have a luck bank, so I can do I re-roll, or am I supposed to add you something? You roll one more die. Which, I think you, I guess it's yeah, late, I think right? you would know now that you need at least two successes to hit this thing. Did you get any okay, strange so on this? Nope. I don't think we're gonna hit zero, zero. thirty, but um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know. Last last game we did tick it up very quickly. It's going to fly, kind of glide up, phasing in and out of. Like you can see, like its legs are kind of like having trouble keeping up with it, and its whole body, like through the wind and every all of the hits it's taken, it's going to phase up towards Gwyn, and it is going to raise up its gnarly-looking rusted sword, and it is going to take a swipe at you for zero success and zero strange it rolled two lucks so you did get very lucky Gwen based off of this roll yeah it did but it's now up on you well I am going to use my amulet again and that is two success and two strange how much damage does that do that does three three soul holy what? I th- oh man, you got to do this last time too. What does that look like when this thing is stopped? It's this this bright beam of light that just shoots out from the amulet right to the the center of its chest, and it sort of expands from there. And uh, when when it hits this thing, it's already kind of like phasing in and out of existence and having trouble kind of keeping its form. And when this hits its chest and kind of breaks it apart even more, when it hits the ground, you all have kind of come to know it to, to kind of all the other ones have kind of bubbled up and given off like this. Uh, is it like dissolved into the ground? This time it hits the ground and there's some pools of it bubbling up, but also there's these small gaps in the planking of the ship and a lot of it kind of falls underneath the top deck and in between the boards of the ship. You definitely see some of that uh, purple-pink bubbling, but but a lot of it just kind of like drifts right down through the ship. Pappy's just in the water, kind of treading water with um, uh, Isaac. Yeah, I want to use my movement. Go over there. I don't know that I'll be all that helpful, but I'm gonna try. Yeah, I think you'd be able to like look over the edge and see Pappy um, treading water 
as well as he can, holding on to Isaac and also in the middle of the storm. Yeah. I don't I don't have anything that'll like help him up. Um Corsair did throw that rigging down to him. Um so Pappy uh, let's see. So you can make a grit check to get yourself up, and then you can maybe make like a like a hearts check to try to get like Isaac up it, like kind of motivate him. I I'm definitely putting Isaac first. Like, even if I'm, I imagine because I've had a, had this experience once uh, in the deep end, you know, holding a child up above the water. Their priority being there, you're kind of like. That's kind of what Pappy is doing, prioritizing Isaac's survival at this point. Like, my legs are kicking. I'm, I'm not trying to kill myself, but let's Isaac do, is the Let's priority. do one grit check then. Okay. One success and one strange. Okay. Yeah, I think with, luckily with Corsair throwing the rigging down. I think that would be enough for you to um, able to get him um, to climb up the rigging himself. And he's 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 a young man. He's only in his 20s at this point. So he's able to climb a rope easy enough and make it back to the top deck of the ship. And uh, Pappy, let's roll another grit check for you now. He's still floundering. No successes, too strange. Okay, well, we'll take it. We'll take the clock up to eighteen, just because. But um, you other three could see, like, look down and see, like, Pappy's like kind of struggling now that he's helped uh, Isaac up. Uh, do we have more rope rigging? Anything kicking around that we can use? There's a lot. There's a lot of rigging up here that you could kind of try to figure out. He does still have the rope down by him. Yeah, but he's having a problem getting it. Uh, do either of you know how to swim? Or have any strength? Uh, the first one. Oh, well, let's do this. So I think, I mean, we could tie a rope around you. You can jump in and grab him and we could pull you back up. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. All right. So let's, uh, let's tie him up and toss him over. <laughs> so I this think. Is where Pappy and I drown. I, th- <laughs> I think, um, I think what we'll do is I will let one of you pick to do the role of grit and you will get a. Somebody, That's fucking you, Corsair. I ain't doing grit checks. <laughs> somebody's going to do a grit check, but somebody will have a. Uh, major advantage, which means they get one more talent die. Go for it. That's on you, Corsair. Three successes. So, oh, okay, yeah, you're, uh, yeah, you, uh, you jump down in the water, splash down right next to Pappy, and you're able to kind of catch him, and you kind of, you both work together, right? Like, you're kind of climbing up the ladder, uh, the, the, the rope together as you're kind of helping up and kind of boosting Pappy's butt up. Um, and then you, you all, you both, um, make it to the, the deck of the ship. Shit. Come on, come on. We ain't no, no sense in, uh, no sense in drowning for Isaac Newton. He may go on to do st- stupid, crazy things, but he's just a child now, Corsair. 
Thanks for coming in after me. <laughs> no problem. <clears throat> Size, how am I gonna get uh how am I gonna get jerky out of the machine without you? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we get back here, I get you every single every single jerky you want. Alright, alright. <laughs> so did we do it? Did we win? I think I think so. Uh we had the uh the, the pinky purple goo, so that's a good sign. Uh, okay. Where is Isaac Newton? Is he far enough away that I could uh, talk to Benjamin? I think you. I mean, you could go far enough away from him. Yeah, I'll I'll move away then. And and <laughs> hey, uh, Benjamin, did we fix it. We think we fixed it. Did we fix it? Uh, yeah. I'm not seeing any other blips or anything. It looks it looks clear from my end. Did you right. kill it? What was it? A ghost. Oh, cool. Sure, yeah. Cool. That sounds kind of fun. It was different. Uh, yes. Who was the target this time? Uh, Newton. Isaac Newton. Oh, that could have been bad if we never f- figured out that kind of math. Yeah. Yeah, that could have been terrible. Are you guys ready to, for me to yank you back? Or you want to like hide before I do? Uh, I don't know, guys. We ready? Oh, is that Benjamin? Hi, Benjamin. Yeah. Hey, can you Let- can you tell can you tell Pappy I got a J in my name? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a soft mean, J, like you can tell him. But let's uh, uh, let's go back down to our horse overlord and hide there. Wait, there was a horse. Yeah. It's always a horse. Yeah, there is. What the hell, Benjamin? I don't I don't place horse okay. You all ready now? Take yeah. us back. Yeah, we're all new, Benjamin. Alright, and uh you all are as you get back down to the horse and the hay, um, you feel Benjamin Activate whatever it is on his end that pulls you all back to the uh, current time. And uh, we are back in the HQ of the watch. We are pretty much out of time, um, but we did not talk about the last level up. Uh, We didn't talk about the last level up, and now you guys are about to level up again. So I would love to just really quickly, um, if we could go around and have everybody... Um, plug their stuff and then also talk about what they got from last level and this level. Is anybody ready for that? Sure. Hey, I'm Ernest, uh, also known as Holland's Active. Uh, I uh, you can find me here uh, on Twitch sometimes, working with Jessica Goose. Um, I also uh, have uh, finalized some uh, things for a well, most things for a uh, a shipper game of my own. And, um, yeah, so, uh, last level, I got Jack of all traits, uh, for the survivor. And this next level is actually a pretty big level because you get, um, you can get some skill ups, uh, as far as well, the survivor gets a, uh, I get to add, uh, plus one to one of my core skills and a plus one to one of my talent die. Nice. Pappy? Yeah, I'm Joseph Demis. You can find me at the Nerd Asylum and here, um, in the Majestic Goose. I, uh, I have taken, all the base tier two uh, abilities. So the next one that I am going to take is called, uh, it's a tier three ability and it's called lovable fool, 
So my buffoonish nature and constant goofs uh, make me hard to dislike. So when making a heart check, I can re-roll any luck symbols present in my roll. Nice. Uh, next up, uh, Jeremy or Danny? Who's ready? Um, I am. So I am Danny. You can find me hanging out at the Majestic Goose stuff. You can uh, find me all over the internet as Danielle Lenoir. And with my last level up, I took the... Um, I, I branched off of the companion path, um, the level up before that, and started on the charmer path. So last time I took the liar liar, which means that uh, I can easily read people and fool people. That's why I got the extra talent die to uh, lying. And also I get the same extra talent die when trying to perceive whether someone's lying to me. And with this level up, I stuck with the charmer path and I'm taking the inspire ability so I can muster all of my skills and my pep and give my friends a needed boost. Um, I can target any ally and give you plus one talent die to your dice pool. Oh, nice. That's very good. And uh, during combat, that is an interact, interact action. So it looks like if I wanted to, I could theoretically do it every round because there are no uh, yeah, limits. Yeah, I think it's just like your interact ability. Yeah. So y'all are getting patted on the back a lot. <laughs> Jeremy. Um, I'm Jeremy, and I've been playing Theodore Copper. You can find me all over the Majestic Goose Network. Um, I am on Dice Talk uh, along with Jerundu. I'm also the DM of Eclipse, which is our D&D in Space podcast. Uh, I play on Roll for Weird, and then, of course, I play right here. Um, last time when we leveled up, I chose Mad Scientist, which is the tier four under the academic tree for Scholar. And this time, I'm going to just continue right up the same path, and I get plus two core points. So Ooh. does that mean two points I can distribute amongst my stats? Yeah, I think so that, that means that like you can like raise your your smarts one and your wits one or your smarts two or yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, so I get that, and then yeah, I gain like in two levels I gain more stats, so it seems pretty good. Awesome. Um, and then, yeah, I am the director, Adam DeWeese. Uh, the two things I really want to plug is obviously if you're listening to this, you're already following Doom Clock. Um, Ernest and I are about to record an episode of Lore and Poor, which is my, uh, drunk history meets D&D lore, uh, show. And, uh, I'm very excited for this one. Ernest is the leading expert on Kuotoa and going to be answering all my questions about Kuotoa. And uh, I will be making another drink or two uh, prior and during that. And then also um, another thing I want to mention is our Patreon. So um, somebody anonymously has been doing a lot of donations tonight. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. Uh, that helps us pay our streamers. And also, if you're not, um, signing up to our Patreon also greatly helps support. We've got like... 12 or 13 shows on the network now and uh most of that just goes to paying streamers and um some of it goes to paying uh you know website hosting fees and podcast hosting fees and things like that um and you also get a lot of really cool bonus content so go to patreon.com slash 
um, Majestic Goose Network. Or maybe just patreon.com slash Majestic Goose. One of those two will get you there. Uh, so thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. And thank you, Anonymous, whoever you are. We'll find out one of these days. We'll hunt you down. No, that sounds ominous. Uh, thank you all for watching. We cannot wait for... I cannot wait for the next episode. <laughs> um, I will let you four know in our private chat shortly what time period will be so we can get some more costumes going. Um, thank you all. Thank you for listening or watching. And we will see you all next time, which is tentatively set for what we're supposed to do the first Friday of every month. And I think this is the first time we've ever hit that Friday, first Friday of the month. Um, so we will see if we can continue that. So thank you all. And, uh, we'll see you then. Bye everybody. We are under attack. Oh, blarney. I kind of got to watch the tube for 10 seconds. Rerouting auxiliary power to abjuration shields. Someone get on those cannons. We've got company. Are you looking for a Dungeons & Dragons sci-fi fantasy space adventure? Then what you are looking for is Eclipse. Join our crew every other week as we struggle to keep the galaxy safe. With Dr. Shepard, the Illithid Cleric. Space Pirates. That was wild. Ava Elkin, the human monk. If we play our cards right, we might not be totally screwed. Lita Nove, the ASMR bard. We should be arriving in Amaron in about two hours. Info O. Scott, the Warforged Artificer. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and fire the sonic cannon here. Kanan Vargas, the tiefling sorcerer. Does anybody else think this is like a super aggressive move? And I'm Jeremy Fair. I will be your dungeon master. Eclipse can be found on Spotify, Apple Music, or anywhere you like to get your podcasts. A Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk.